Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This war is thousands and thousands of miles away, but it's playing out on street corners everywhere we go. It's playing out in families, and it's one of those those moments, isn't it? Um, for me, what really stuck out this week, among many things, and there were many things, is the use of the word staggering by the police chief in Toronto when he talked about the increase in anti-Semitic incidents in the city of Toronto. All right, and we're going to begin with that. We're joined by Professor Anna Sternschiss, who's director of the Anne Tannenbaum Center for Jewish Studies at the University of Toronto. Professor, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me on. It's true. You know, as we look at this thousands of miles away and, and, you know, usually you have to work at a story and say, you know, this matters to you. We don't have to work at it. Unfortunately, it's right in front of our eyes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I would say that it's astonishing how quickly um, Toronto residents turned into people who are just bothered by traffic, listen to the news, go about everyday business, and into people who deeply care and cannot tune off for a second about what's going on in the world. Our streets are now filled with uh, political flyers, and you know some of us walk by, and some of us cannot and stop at every one of them. All right. We're so focusing, people, yeah. We're focusing on Toronto as a national show here. We're talking to a national okay. audience. But it's the you know, I'm not it's it's the same. We're gonna talk about the staggering increase, the use of that word. But it is happening all across the country too. Look at Montreal and everything. We are just been I, I love what you just explained there. Canadians have been knocked out of our complacency. Yeah. It's interesting how you use the word staggering and you're quoting mm-hmm. that. But it is indeed astonishing how quickly the change happened. And every Jewish person in Toronto or indeed worldwide uh, has a story about what happened to them in the past five weeks. It could be a story of uh, uh, a family member in Israel being affected directly by violence or a story of a colleague who uh, is making some comments about, uh, you know, um, the understanding of the conflict and somehow asking for their Jewish friends or acquaintances about explanation. So it's very quickly, in a matter of weeks, uh, Jewish people became kind of in charge of explaining political situation without looking into nuance 
of what their political views are, how they understand it, or whether they even know this. It's true. It was just uh, really dizzying how fast this changed. You know, the police chief in the city of Toronto, and I, I just I want to focus on that for a while, that word staggering in the rise of anti-Semitism. I, I've never heard that before from a police chief in a in a big city. That's a big word to use. They usually downplay. They would say, you know, it's like concerning. And look, we're watching the the hostages and the and there's some good news here as it's happening. And I just I mean, we don't know. We can't we can't predict things, but we're seeing emotion that's come up. And I've been teary eyed watching and I'm sure you have too. just as a human being just watching people hug each other again. Could that turn the temperature down? do you think? Or am I being a bit too hopeful here? Well, all this time I'm really hoping for empathy, both to hmm. people, Israelis and also civilians in Gaza. Yes. Uh, empathy for pain. We've been watching the screen too. My son's friend uh, was um, kidnapped and just today she came back home. Oh. And yeah, so it had some personal connection too. But um it is quite depressing when the word staggering comes from the mm-hmm. chief of police. Mm-hmm. But you know what I was thinking? Um, as a specialist in violence and history of violence, I know that violence always develops step by step. I borrow here the concept I developed my uh, colleague, Dor- Professor Doris Bergen, who wrote the book about the history of the Holocaust. And she mentioned that genocides always happen step by step. So in my mind, I keep thinking, is it really staggering? I mean, Toronto has been fighting, dealing with and the pandemic of swastikas in public schools, for example, there has been a lot of, uh, I don't know, microaggressions towards the Jews uh, using a lot of language like, I don't know, donor control, corporate control, all sorts of things that uh, imply some sort of uh, uh, negative uh, description of Jews. So... What happened was that now we're seeing the moment when those kind of minor-ish things are turning into something much bigger scale. Will it stop when the public attention turns to something else, or will it continue? I cannot know, but it is quite upsetting to see how widespread and how acceptable uh, expressing hostility towards Jews became in Canadian society lately. It is, and and even now, it's just bewildering, surprising, or maybe not, Anna, for you. Well, it's, you know, I teach in a discipline called diaspora studies, and uh, my students and I, we often discuss what it's like for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for people to feel that something that's happening on a national level is not happening to them. So, for example, when everyone celebrates Christmas and you're not Christian, how Mm -hmm. does that make you feel like you're part of it? Are you excluded and all this? And um, right now, I feel like the um, what I'm serving is history of people uh, in Canada, those who are affected by the violence in the region, people with relatives in Gaza, people with uh, uh, you know close ties to that area. Well, they can't tune out. You know what I mean? Like this is really important what's going on there, and also. A lot of Jewish people cannot tune out, not only because of their ties to Israel, and not all of them do, but because they cannot forget uh, the fact that they're Jewish. It's uh, here. 
And uh, suddenly, um, you know, that change from uh, an average Canadian citizen, I don't know, a neighbor or a friend changes into a person who has to somehow address being Jewish for their friends and for their acquaintances and for the world, too, even children. Yeah, it's true. A new kind of a new kind of pressure. Is there, you know, there's a a little bit of a release valve here watching the hostages. In a moment, we're going to get some analysis on what may happen or could happen and the new pressures. How are you feeling? I mean, again, the emotion of it, of it, is there, is there a sense of a possibility that all the forces that came together to, that made this happen could make it go away? Or is there an inevitability here about um, the ongoing war? We're too close to the point to get analysis of how, you know, things yeah. will develop for me at least. Uh, but I can tell you that every morning I've been checking the names uh, of who gets released. I've been looking at photographs of people who get reunited with their families. I couldn't uh, stop thinking about people who got killed on October 7th. But I'm also looking at images from Gaza, and I cannot unsee tears and destruction uh, and pain in people's eyes Mm -hmm. there. And that, I don't know, overwhelming sense of... uh, destruction and violence and human yeah, suffering. Something's happened. There's a feeling that something's been unleashed. Something's happened here and we'll yeah. we'll all never we'll all never forget it. And Professor Anna Sternschis is director of the Anne Tenenbaum Center for Jewish Studies at the University of Toronto. Thank you, Professor. Thank Pinkies. you for having me. Right. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for covering the story. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.